Tyler with Christians at Tech. Today we're going to do an overview for the book of Philemon. Now, outwardly, looking at this book, it doesn't seem like a whole lot, and it may not be one of the popular books in the New Testament like Romans, Ephesians, or Revelation. I mean, it's just one chapter with only 25 verses, but don't underestimate it. Though this is the shortest of all Paul's epistles, there's actually a lot to be unpacked in this seemingly small book. The book of Philemon was written around AD 60 by the Apostle Paul while he was imprisoned in Rome. And he wrote this letter to Philemon, Apphia, Archippus, and to the church in Colossae, which during the time was gathering in Philemon's house. So Paul begins the letter by praising God and thanking Philemon for his love and his faith toward the Lord and all the believers. Paul and Philemon had actually met before in person because we see later on in the letter that it was Paul who led Philemon to the Lord. Now, Philemon was a well-off Roman citizen, and according to the social system during his time, it was actually quite common for those who were higher up to have slaves, and Philemon had a slave named Onesimus. And one day, Onesimus ran away from Philemon. Um, he could have just not wanted to be a slave anymore, or it's very possible that Onesimus wronged Philemon in some way, based upon verse 18. Maybe he thought instead of dealing with the punishment or the consequences of what he did, it would just be better to run away. And after running away, Onesimus eventually wound up in Rome, where he met Paul. And after spending some time with Paul, Onesimus got saved. Eventually, Paul realizes that Onesimus is a runaway slave and that his master is Philemon, who Paul knows. So kind of seeing the whole picture and understanding the whole situation, Paul realizes that Onesimus must return to Philemon. But this wasn't the easiest thing for Paul because after bringing Onesimus to the Lord, Paul gained a, a special, specific love for Onesimus. In verse 10, Paul even considers Onesimus his child. A couple verses later, refers to Onesimus as his very heart. But Paul still knew that Onesimus had to return to Philemon. Why? Well, this had to happen for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, just being that during the time it was illegal to house a runaway slave and Paul could get into even more trouble than he already was. And not only this, but more so, Paul knew the importance of reconciling Philemon and Onesimus. And here, Paul's request to Philemon is very important to the significance of the book and even an overarching principle in the entire Bible. And this would be the, the takeaway from this book. It's that all believers are equal. In verse 15 and 16, Paul asks Philemon to receive Onesimus back, not just as a bondservant, as a slave, but rather above that, as a brother, a beloved brother. And so this is where it kind of gets tricky because according to Roman law, Philemon actually had every legal right to punish Onesimus. The punishment for a runaway slave was to be brutally beaten or even put to death. So Paul is not only asking Philemon to receive Onesimus back without punishment, but also that Philemon would receive him as a brother, a family member, and equal. And even if Onesimus did wrong Philemon in any way, that it wouldn't be held against him, but Philemon would rather charge it against Paul. Sound familiar? So Paul really appreciates Philemon's love for all the believers. And even this is what he was thanking God for in the beginning of the letter. And in verse 9, we see Paul is appealing to Philemon to receive Onesimus based upon this very love. 
And we see in Colossians, there's this verse that actually kind of backs up this whole point. In chapter 3, verse 11, it says this, Here, there's not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Now, outwardly, Philemon was a master and he was free. And on the other hand, Onesimus was a slave and he was not free. But inwardly, they were the same. In the Lord, their social rank was put aside because there is no regard for differences between believers. And this principle is still the same today. Whether it's race, nationality, socioeconomic status, whatever it is, it all gets thrown out the window. If they are a believer, then they are a believer, period. Philemon is not better than Onesimus, and Onesimus is not lesser than Philemon. According to God, they are the same. They are brothers. They are equal. This is the driving point of the book. Paul uses Philemon and Onesimus as an illustration to demonstrate that all believers are equal. Paul then ends the letter by saying that he is confident that Philemon will do this, and not only this, but even beyond what he asks. Finally, he concludes with his greetings. Well, that's about all I got for the book of Philemon. Hopefully this overview is helpful. Hopefully it's an aid to kind of pull out a little bit more of what's in this tiny, tiny book. It's quite short, so maybe you can uh, run through it a couple times to really see all that's in there. Hope you all just continue enjoying your reading and enjoying these podcasts. Thanks. Thanks.